Ob man Blusen oder Socken oder Kleider hat, egal. Schnell muss man eine Kundschaft locken. Wer hat noch nicht, wer will noch mal. Immer ran, immer ran, immer ran. Anstrengt und hat das Leben ja keinen Zweck. Immer ran, immer ran, immer ran. Wir tanzen, wer weiß, ob du noch morgen kannst. Wenn Frau Krause hat zu Hause 54 Uhr Tee um vier. of Isotopica here on Resonance FM with me, Simon Tishko. And today on the show, as well as various sonic detours, I am going to be in gentle conversation with longtime friend Dudley Sutton, um, national treasure and absolute face of film and TV, having worked with directors as diverse as Ken Russell and the great Fellini. Um, Dudley will be performing one of his new poems and we will be having a very informal read-through of a Peter Handke script that perhaps Dudley and I will be filming together. Who knows? Anyway, it's like a little bit of backstage stuff, which is all very, very resonance. I think you'll agree. So without any more to do, let's dive into today's Isotopica. Yeah, did you see me on Friday night coming down here? Oh, yeah, I took I on a Norton. You know Jack's Norton? Yeah. I took him hey, out of the bridge, man. didn't I? Did you? Yeah. Hey, did you know yeah, someone's been helping me on again? Good. The whole world's full of liars. Where is truth? <laughs> you know? Hey, you got got a I saw you stateside. You know what they all told me? That these things went out with the ark. You know that? <laughs> Just got out, have you? No, it's real. Columbus hey, went over to America with someone newer than that. Hey, is he talking to me? It is unbelievable. I love you. Hey, 
say, is that your note, mate? That's my note. I, I paid the first deposit. Did you know that? Ask any lawyer. I paid the first deposit. I've got driven motors. We're taking off the road. Twenty Good years ago. Do you know when I last saw you? Where? On the old crossroads down to Brighton. Do you remember <laughs> that? <laughs> you were fast, man. Then. It has been known. You know. You fancy yourself <laughs> against this? Against? Ah, look, I don't waste my time with kids. Now, just a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I've got racing pistons on this, you know. Have you? Yeah. Well, what else you got? Oh, I've got a close box. An awful packet of Ronson Flints. Don't tell me your story. Don't yeah, give I'll me a I'll tell you what, I'll give you a short burn from here down the road. About a mile. You want to throw your money away? Okay, you that's your problem. Go and see you, you see that picture road. on my back? That's yeah. all you're going to see, man. He's a nutcase. He's a definite nutcase. I know it's clicking, but it's keeps it stopped. It stops. At it must have been a big crash on the A1. The clock stopped at eleven o'clock. Yeah. It clicked and clocked and clicked and clocked. Yeah. And sorry, I'm not doing poems. You are. I'll shut up. I can't wish. help it, can you? No. <laughs> competition. Competition. So, no. This this poem. <coughs> it's it's about um, you wake up at three or four in the morning. And I asked, I, I kept asking myself, why is the input, the voices in your head, why are they always negative? It doesn't seem to make much sense. There must be some kind of natural reason for it, like your mum skimming the scum off the soup, you know. And it occurred to me that my computer does it at night. It's called defragging. I think it's now automatic. But that's, and I thought, this because, you know, I, I'm not negative enough to think the negativity is there without a purpose. And in um, rehab, I'm told, it's, it's known, the voices in your head in the middle of the night, you don't listen to it, it's called the Sheeting Committee. So, the Sheeting Committee is full of self-pity, living rent-free in my head. My brain is defragging with permanent nagging. Dudley, you're better off dead. Under the quilt, I'm riddled with guilt as I beat myself up yet again, fanning the flames of inherited shame to the strains of this ancient refrain. You've left undone what you ought to have done and done what you ought not to do. Your life's such a mess, there is much to confess, <coughs> for there is no health in you. At four in the morning, it's spitefully dawning upon me that I've grown old. 
Now in my eighties, the thing I most hate is a libido that's running on cold. Though I've yet to regret how I groped for a bet, that girl with the yummy behind, who'd shouted so loud she'd attracted a crowd. Next moment I wished I'd been blind, for I glimpsed in the glass some weary old ass with his gut hanging down to his knee, with a trio of chins and the cheesiest grins, that sleazy old geezer was me. With appetite itching, I head for the kitchen, though I cannot get into my jeans, and I've sworn to get thin, I've opened a tin, and I'm stuffing my stomach with beans. Then I let flee a fart that shattered the heart of the suffragan Bishop of Grantham, in the hope the old priest had enough grace at least to survive to the end of the anthem. Under the covers I yearn for lost lovers, my memory's harvest to reap. But however I shake it, my willy won't wake, at least one part of me is asleep. With an ache in my shoulder, before I'm much older, the surgeons will come for my knee. Then my teeth in the glass seem to leer as I pass on my way to the bathroom to pee. Tis the seventh tonight, is this bodily spite, or the prostate just doing its thing? compressing my bladder and making me madder than a rapper who's robbed of his bling. With the angels above banging on about love, all I can think of is death. With a runaway wife, there's no love in my life. You can save your celestial breath. Back in my bed, I comfort my head with comic and curious verse. Then without being asked comes a voice from the past, a lullaby from my old nurse. Oh, little Bo Peep, now I've counted your sheep. The shitty committee grows calm. Then up from the deep comes the mercy of sleep. Then off goes the bleeping alarm. But the shitty committee is not without pity. In fact, it is doing its job. Like your mum with her broom when she tidies your room so you don't have to live like a slob. So ignore it. Don't listen. Read a book. It's not pissing you off just to rattle your chain. But working by night, defragging each bite, of that hard drive that you call a brain. That's the shooter committee. Fantastic. Absolutely lovely. text yeah if you take to it and you think you could I'd really be interested in filming just you well how do you mean not now not now I mean do a screen test now if you feel like Rita Hayworth filming it um I can see it as you just said with the sound stuff leave recordings I do things well with it I think I can do things well with that Terrible trouble in my fucking fuck ass chest. Okay. Turn that off. I'll turn mine off. And what is it called? Self accuse. Self accuse. Mm. By Peter Hanker. 
Mm-hmm. Is it on? Yeah. Cordons. Yeah. This isn't much composite. Is it going to ruin it? No, of course not. Come on. Let's just go down there. And come off there. Clickety clock there. That's, that's it. Is that the right one? I don't know. See what it sounds like. Which demands of time? To, how can we I don't know where we've got to. No, I can't tell. Where is it? No, go backwards, I think. Oh, is it a noose? That's all right. doesn't matter. No, that's three fingers. Oh, out of there. I've got to get out of yeah, there. Yeah, three fingers together. Yeah. That's it. Back to it. I lived in time. Two fingers across, because I don't think we'd got to... No. I think we should find a way... Yeah, of doing of it nicely. ...putting it in single things and we'll start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, this so isn't... this isn't into single absolute. pages. This isn't absolutely at all. As far as I know, this thing that is recording. Self accuse. Self accuse. Self accuse. Peter Hanker. Peter Hanker. I remember Peter Hanker from the 70s at the Soho Poly. Oh, he was extraordinary. Was so, no, it was just we came across his work. And we were so excited by it. My younger brother, Eric, who died a lot, was especially excited by it. He's archetypally East European 70s. It's just. Yeah, it's, it's in the world of Beckett in a way, yeah. in a funny way. I like things that are not dressed up, and this is certainly not dressed up. So stripped down. Okay, well, let's have it then, shall we? Yeah, I'm going to sit this side. I came into the world. I became. I was begotten. I originated. I grew. I was born. I was entered in the birth register. I grew older. I moved, I moved parts of my body, I moved my body, I moved on one and the same spot, I moved from the spot, I moved from one spot to another, I had to move, I was able to move. I moved my mouth, I came to my senses, I made myself noticeable, I screamed, I spoke, I heard noises. I distinguished between noises. I produced noises, I produced sounds, I produced tones. I was able to produce tones, noises and sounds. I was able to speak, I was able to scream, I was able to remain silent. I saw, I saw what I had seen before, I became conscious. I recognised what I had seen before, I recognised what I had recognised before. I perceived, I perceived what I had perceived before. I became conscious. I recognised what I had perceived before. I looked. I saw objects. I looked at indicated objects. I indicated indicated objects. I learned the designation of indicated objects. I designated indicated objects. I learned the designation of objects that cannot be indicated. I learned, I remembered, and I remembered the signs I learned. I saw designated forms. I designated similar forms with the same name. I designated differences between dissimilar forms. I designated absent forms. I learned to fear absent forms. 
I learnt to wish for the presence of absent forms. I learnt the words to wish and to fear. I learnt, I learnt the verbs. I learnt the difference between being and having been. I learnt the nouns. I learnt the difference between singular and plural. I learnt the adverbs. I learnt the difference between here and there. I learnt the demonstrative pronouns. I learnt the difference between this and that. I learnt the adjectives. I learnt the difference between good and evil. I learnt the possessives. I learnt the difference between mine and yours. I acquire a vocabulary. I became the object of sentences. I became the supplement of sentences. I became the object and the supplement of principal and subordinate clauses. I became the movement of a mouth. I became a sequence of letters of the alphabet. I said my name. I said I. I crawled on all fours. I ran. I ran towards something. I ran away from something. I stood up. I stepped out of the passive form. I became active. I walked at approximately a right angle to the earth. I leapt. I defied the force of gravity. I learned to relieve myself outside my clothes. I learned to bring my body under my control. I learned to control myself. I learned to be able. I was able. I was able to want. I was able to walk on two legs. I was able to walk on my hands. I was able to remain. I was able to remain upright. I was able to remain prone. I was able to crawl on my stomach. I was able to play dead. I was able to hold my breath. I was able to kill myself. I was able to spit. I was able to nod. I was able to say no. I was able to perform gestures. I was able to question. I was able to answer questions. I was able to imitate. I was able to follow an example. I was able to play. I was able to do something. I was able to fail to do something. I was able to destroy objects. I was able to picture objects to myself. I was able to value objects. I was able to speak objects. I was able to speak about objects. I was able to remember objects. I lived in time. I thought of beginning and end. I thought of myself. I thought of others. I stepped out of nature. I became. I became unnatural. I came to my history. I recognised that I am not you. I was able to tell my history. I was able to conceal my history. I was able to want something. I was able not to want something. I made myself. I made myself what I am. I changed myself. I became someone else. I became responsible for my history. I became co-responsible for the histories of others. I became one history among others. I made the world into my own. I became sensible. I no longer had to obey only nature. I was supposed to comply with rules. I was supposed to. I was supposed to comply with mankind's historic rules. I was supposed to act. I was supposed to fail to act. I was supposed to let happen. I learnt rules. I learnt as a metaphor for rules, the snares of rules. I learnt rules for behaviour and for thoughts. I learnt rules for inside and outside. I learnt rules for things and people. 
I learnt general and specific rules. I learnt rules for this world and the afterworld. I learnt rules for air, water, fire and earth. I learnt the rules and the exceptions to the rules. I learnt the basic rules and the derivative rules. I learnt to pretend. I became fit for society. I became. I was supposed to. I became capable of eating with my hands. I was supposed to avoid soiling myself. I became capable of adopting other people's practices. I was supposed to avoid my own malpractices. I became capable of distinguishing between hot and cold. I was supposed to avoid playing with fire. I became capable of separating good and evil. I was supposed to eschew evil. I became capable of playing according to the rules. I was supposed to avoid an infraction of the rules of the game. I became capable of realising the unlawfulness of my actions and of acting in accordance with this realisation. I was supposed to eschew criminal acts. I became capable of using my sexual powers. I was supposed to avoid misusing my sexual powers. I was included in all the rules. With my personal data, I became part of the record. With my soul and I, with my soul and I became tainted by original sin. With my lottery number, I was inscribed in the lottery lists. With my illnesses, I was filled in the hospital ledger. With my firm, I was entered in the commercial ledger, in the commercial register. With my distinguishing marks, I was retained in the personnel records. I came of age. I became fit to act. I became fit to sign a contract. I became fit to have a last will. As of a moment in time, I could commit sins. As of another moment, I became liable to prosecution. As of another moment, I could lose my honour. As of another moment, I could oblige myself contractually to do or to abstain from doing something. I became duty-bound to confess. I became duty-bound to have an address. I became duty-bound to make restitution. I became duty-bound to pay taxes. I became duty-bound to do military service. I became duty-bound to do my duty. I became duty-bound to go to school. I became duty-bound to be vaccinated. I became duty-bound to care. I became duty-bound to pay my bills. I became duty-bound to be investigated. I became duty-bound to be educated. I became duty-bound to give proof. I became duty-bound to be insured. I became duty-bound to have an identity. I became duty-bound to be registered. I became duty-bound to pay support. I became duty-bound to execute. I became duty-bound to testify. I became. I became responsible. I became guilty. I became pardonable. I had to atone for my history. I had to atone for my past. I had to atone for the past. I had to atone for my time. I came in the world only with time. Which demands of time do I violate? Which demands of practical reason did I violate? Which secret paragraphs did I violate? Which programs did I violate? Which eternal laws of the universe did I violate? Which laws of the underworld did I violate? Which of the most primitive rules of common decency did I violate? Which and whose party lines did I violate? Which laws of the theatre did I violate? Which vital interests did I violate? Which unspoken law did I violate? 
Which unwritten law did I violate? Which command of the hour did I violate? Which rules of life did I violate? Which common sense rules did I violate? Which rules of love did I violate? Which rules of the game did I violate? Which rules of cosmetics did I violate? Which laws of aesthetics did I violate? Which laws of the stronger did I violate? Which commands of piety did I violate? Which law of the outlaws did I violate? Which desire for change did I violate? Which law of the world and the afterworld did I violate? Which rule of orthography did I violate? Which right of the past did I violate? Which law of free fall did I violate? Did I violate the rules, plans, ideas, postulates, basic principles, etiquettes, general propositions, opinions and formulas of the whole world? I did. I failed to do. I let do. I expressed myself. I express myself through ideas. I express myself through expressions. I express myself before myself. I express myself before myself and others. I express myself before the impersonal power of the law and of good conduct. I express myself before the personal power of God. I express myself in movements. I express myself in actions. I express myself in motionlessness. I express myself in inaction. I signified. I signified with each of my expressions. With each of my expressions I signified the fulfilment or disregard of rules. I express myself by spitting. I express myself by showing disapproval. I express myself by showing approval. I express myself by relieving nature. I express myself by discarding useless and used objects. I express myself by killing live beings. I express myself by destroying objects. I express myself by breathing. I express myself by sweating. I express myself by secreting snot and tears. I spat. I spat out. I spat with an aim. I spat at. I spat on the floor in places where it was improper to spit on the floor. I spat on the floor in places where spitting was a violation of health regulations. I spat in the face of people whom it was a personal insult of God to be spit at. I spat on objects which it was a personal insult of human beings to spit upon. I did not spit in front of people when spitting out because then them allegedly brought good luck. I did not spit in front of cripples. I did not spit at actors before their performance. I did not use the spittoon. I expectorated in waiting rooms. I spat against the wind. I expressed an approval in places where the expression approval was prohibited. I expressed disapproval at times when the expression of disapproval was not desired. I expressed disapproval and approval in places and at times when the expression of disapproval and the expression of approval were intolerable. I failed to express approval at times when the expression of approval was called for. I expressed... Damn. Damn. Sorry. It's good. Let's pause there anyway, because I can only record 20 minute segments. Oh, good. So that was That's good enough. There. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to reformat it, yeah, if you will. we can reformat it. And then it. it'll be a joy. It's a pleasure it's to It's a fucking gorgeous one, isn't it? Um... I mean, the idea of filming it as well, spoken, it's just going to be beautiful, but filming it, what I'm thinking is, there's a way to do it, because it's a lot of dialogue to remember, 
because it's not to be filmed. It's obviously got to be read, um, not read, but just performed. I was thinking of projecting over you, like a kind of video projector behind the camera. You know, the, video, uh, the projection of the text. How would that be? Unless we rented one of those. Well, I've got a projector. I mean, you know, sort of fairly large. Neither that, or we did the voice and just shot my face. Listen, we living it. I'm thinking. What I've got in my head here, my visuals, okay, is I'm just imagining black black stage, like his stage directions, very, very, very minimal. Black stage, black suit, Dudley, just there, full figure, rather than head and shoulders, and just just that. Whatever. Yeah, just really, you know, doing it. And sometimes really taking your time over some of the words, and then some of going. It would be really powerful. I have no idea how long it would take to do. Take a long time. Okay. But worth it. Good. That's what I hoped you say. Mm. Nice. Nice one. Did you know he did the scripts for Wings of Desire? I can imagine he did. I read the script and it's, mm. it's, it, it makes you know, almost tears. It's so beautiful, a text. I found the film a bit of a trial at the time. But then I'm frequently... What I've discovered is I must not go to the cinema at two in the afternoon. Because I fall asleep. Ah. I sink right down. Mm. And I went to see the Cronenberg, the latest Cronenberg. Oh, there's one out, isn't there? Yeah, with this man Pattinson in it. And um, that French actress, that great French actress, speaking American. Binoche. Binoche speaking extremely good American. Okay. Um, and mm. it's a, a Don DeLillo book. Right. And in the rare minutes when I could listen, I was fascinated by the ideas. Most of the time I found it turgid, a terrible ache in my arse. Chelsea Cinema is a place to do that. Any though. cinema. I get, I've, I mean, I, I've had a couple of films ruined lately by being too tired. Yeah. I slept through, what was that one, Russian Ark? Do you know where he did oh, that? Oh, it's a with Oh, God, that is such tedious, pointless and exercise. It's one take. I know. That's Why? it. Why? 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 That's the only thing. There's I, no... I fell asleep. I yeah. kept falling asleep. And every yeah. time I woke up, there was another dizzying shot going on. That mm. just kind of happened. People going, like yeah. that, and then coming yeah. out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like, no, 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 no. It took weeks to choreograph it, and it's absolutely pointless. And another one at the same cinema, because Chelsea Cinema in the afternoon, Pullman seats used to be cheap in the afternoon. Yeah, and it was, a, it was a joy. I, I still like to pay for the Pullman seats, because you're worth it. But um, I went to see a film called Polar X. Paula X, or however it be pronounced in French, and it was um, Guillaume Depardieu, his son. And I remember seeing a review because I was kind of quite determined to go and see films at Chelsea Cinema because I like the big screen mm -hmm. and the seats. And um, I remember there's a Time Out review that mentioned Pretentious. And I thought, nah, not for me, I don't do pretentious films. And I went to watch it. I actually left. Sorry, I actually walked out as there was one particular scene did it and I thought life is too short for this movie do you know what Prometheus cost in a Pullman 20 quid no way I paid I thought you were talking about the film how much yeah. it cost <laughs> I paid 17 
And I think it's the most tedious film I've ever seen. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, and I kept thinking of Fellini's remark. No film can ever be better than its script. So no matter how much computer graphics you yeah, throw at the screen, if there's no idea, there's no idea. And there wasn't an idea. Why? And they found birth? one, but they shot it. Okay. At birth. Right. The monster. Yeah. Why would a filmmaker as accomplished as mm. him do that? I have absolutely no idea. Tired, I guess. Apparently they're thinking of re- uh, doing a follow-on to Blade Runner, which was, you know, his greatest... He's just he's scraping the bottom of the barrel. Poor thing. He made some wonderful films. A couple of them. Okay. Alien, one. Blade Runner was fantastic. Blade Runner was fantastic. Absolutely, Absolutely. fantastic. Um, I went to see the final, final editor's, absolute director's final remix edit cut at the Chelsea Cinema, and it was a digital reprint, a digital remix of a reprint or whatever. Un- mm. I've seen it so many times, but seeing this again, I was still jaw down to yeah. here. Very, very, it's the whole very. opening sequence of permanent acid rain, everybody's yeah. Chinese yeah. by now, and those terrible airships and those terrible voices. Move on, move on. Um, Fantastic. And there he is. Talking about Juliette Binoche being a good American. She spoke excellent American, unless they dubbed her. I, I, just, just, I just downloaded... Because it wasn't a... Sp- There's a bit of escapist. I like my escapist seasons. There's an American TV thing called Walking Dead, which is an American TV zombie thing. Oh, yeah. The lead actor played one of the lead characters in This Life that Amy wrote in the 80s. And he's a really, really young, gentle English guy mm. called Andrew Lincoln. And his name was Egg in the TV series. Mm. And there he is, playing a real American car. Right, I love car that I can't even do. And he if was so good. He was if you yeah. go to AA in the mid- midtown New York, you see every station sergeant of every cop show from the 60s. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> All those guys with the bulbous noses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tough faces that used to be the station sergeant. Nice. <laughs> they're all there, including the one that pissed on the prisoners of Mexico. He did what? There was a guy. Who, <laughs> I think he played a defence attorney or something in a series. But he was pissed in a hotel in Mexico. I went and pissed over the balcony. Just the prisoner was there. And what happened to him? He got thrown out of the country rather fast. Yeah, well, did you read the latest thing? The America, the, the Mexican police have put this sulky teenager up in front of the cameras in chains and he is the son of Guthman, the most powerful drug lord in the world mm. and they've arrested him and the cameras are going crazy and the published going all over the planet it wasn't him he <laughs> <laughs> was a bus conductor or something or plumber or something it wasn't him uh, tilt <laughs> hey deep sorry deep, deep joy Try suing the Mexican police, you wouldn't get very far. Yeah. But well, fun. But it just shows. I mean, that guy's face has gone all over the planet now as the son of a drug lord. Must have some advantages. Maybe get a film contract. Mm. It did make me hoot. Other people's misery does, make, does cheer you up a bit. I've actually got um, a blockbuster story. How do you mean? 
Well, well, you've written one. No, I haven't probably got that far. <laughs> no, the because um, uh, they're always saying in America that you know they're desperate for stories. Because you say with the Prometheus, you know, there's no story, there's no script. Not at Do you know the story, the actual story of how England stole all the tea in China? Yes, I do. Robert, I do. Is it Robert Fortune? I don't remember. Someone called Fortune, who I was originally know. in charge of the Physic yeah, Garden down yeah. the road. No, I do know about that. It's, great it's an amazing story. It's an amazing story. Perhaps not an epic, but certainly a very good film story. Well, I'd like to be... I'd, yeah. If I made I that, think there I'd like book. to do it as Herzog. I think there's a book. I got it recently. There's an American girl did it. But Tim from the tea shop, Yeah. he absolutely dismisses the book because well, it's really bad lots of inaccuracies because he's 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 a real expert yeah. in the field Even so it's a, a, a typical story of what was going on at the time so england was so desperate because the chinese they didn't want anything that we had no. so we sold them opium yes perfect big drug dealers I refer once again to my artwork. It's called Absolute Hip Hop. Oh yeah, how's it go? How's it go? Where is it now? That one. Um, Belgrave Square. Last time I knew. Right. Although the girl that bought it. And um, that strange dealer used to have in Paris. That woman. Used to have that collector. Oh yeah, her. She's the collector on the dealer. She lives in Belgrave Square still. And she went from being this kind of very groovy, young, dynamic, in competition with her sister to buy the most exclusive yeah. and interesting art. Um, to I think she met some much older guy. And I saw her in South Kensington about five years ago. And she looked like a classic bourgeois yeah. Parisian woman. I would figure. Old, uh, you know, late yeah. middle age, although she was yeah. really young. And I was chatting to her, and she said she was actually going to Paris that weekend. And I said, pleasure or business? She said, Jean-Marie's birthday party. Jean-Marie Le Pen, mm. obviously. But the same thing, one night I was at her apartment in Belgrave Square, and the phone rang, and she, she sort of waved to me and went, just hang on, hang on. And she put it on speakerphone, and there was this fabulous, gravelly voice Frenchman, really talking, and it was only when she put the phone down. It was uh, uh, Giscard d'Estaing. Found her out for a chat. Nice. The only one I had was Harry Dean Stanton rang here one day. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, there's an American model girl staying here. I thought she was. He asked to speak to her. <laughs> That's the nearest I ever got. When I made a fool of myself at Jack Nicholson for the party across the road, I was invited and by a very rich American in the fellowship. And you know, some days you just go out of spite and wear sandals and yeah. act like an idiot. And uh, you just went, how are you today? And you got the limp handshake. And the lack of interest was absolutely staggering. And I said, hello. Lack of interest was quite thrilling. <laughs> it's like being introduced to a sort of slug. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine him doing I'm that. Just Whereas, shake, can I just shake his down the road? Wally's first wife was their cleaner. 
And she used to get paid in powder. And cleaning for the stones? Yes, Keith. cleaning for Keith. Mm. Keith and uh, Anita. I see Anita around sometimes, not often these days. Yeah, I used to see her Saturday morning. Yeah, she's still around, doing fashion. Good. Mm, I like Anita. Hey, hey, what? Listen, listen. Shh, speak. What's he what? say? Listen to me. Listen, speak. I want to speak. What's he trying to say? Shh, go on. Okay. I have I'm sorry. to say something. Be quiet. Something Shh. I have Talking to say. Talking only makes you worry. He's just to trying you. to wheedle money. Something you'll some, pay. I may, it say may be. To you. Come on, let's what I walk. What have to say is... It's not important. Yes, walk. it is. It's important Oughtn't to me. Oughtn't we to try? Anyway. Where will we go today? Help. Any way to Him say try. the words. What's he got to say could help? To find a way. Help us waste a day. Through We've heard enough. Catch words. Through words. Leave Fumbles. Jerk. Smash. Through words. Smooth through the words. A word that works. Through words. Through to thought. Could write words wrought. It is. Might steal, stalk. Important. It's all. Cordon, seal. Absurd. Draw tight. Not taut, This time. Define. This time. Define. Absurd. Turn. Turn a word. Tune. A word tuned. Turned and tuned, tuned and turned, in turn. Toned in tune, intoned. Each word in turn, intoned. Taken in tune and timed. Teamed and trained. Turn, turn a word, tune a word, tune. The mind held. Turned and tuned, tuned and turned, in care. Toned in tune, in dark to where each word in turn, in turn, taken in tune and timed, undamaged, clear, teamed into the seeing and Each word a sound, honed, held to a stone mm. and ground, leveled, burnished, sound. One word at a time. Put it down right. Write it down right. Right? One word right. Down right. Put it down. One down. Put a word right. Before one right word. A derelict down. lexicon write a word putters down. round one on a right. surface one of word ash. Right. Sudden and spurious down. signals a word flutter. A word. Lunatic before heliographs word. flash. Right? Right. Forward. Before a word right. Before a word put right. Put forward. Put forward. Circling above. Write it down. A word the down. Put it right. right. As the rabble right. of words One drifts word down. round and, and scribbles a faintly right. curious pattern right. on the bottle splintered Write it down. Backwards. Right foot down back right. Right. Right foot back down. One word forward. Backward one down. Four foot right. Back a word four down. Word put back right. Put down word four. Back foot forth right right. Right. Ah. Try a dry syllable by syllabible per lucil sibilant sibilant and sigh. 
By a dry syllable, by syllable, full pearl, exhausted words drop out, and are left behind. Amnesia but these are strong, though lacking mind. They feel administered pearls. What were we looking for, herding our tired band of thirsty words around in this trash-sown sand? Slow tidal waves of dust slump on a shingle of dismantled mines. Green lockers and ammunition dumps fume on a baking husk. Each word the concrete in turn, containing taken in turn, and time break in the swelling dune. The gods and engines dispensed at various times. The veering wind now buries, now exhumes. We traverse the lunar crust of dried up ponds. What was it we were looking for? Armed with these hazel wands, what was it you were trying to say? Important, was it not? I, I don't know. It just slipped away. I forgot. Listen, I have an idea. It has occurred to me... Uh... Yes, yes, listen. One. Thank you.